And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created in We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crying in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it! My life has value! We get together, have a few laughs. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the White House, not a creature was stirring, not even a crackhead. The stockings were hung with the chimneys with care in hopes that Joe Biden soon would be there. The big guy. Well done. That's very good. That's very nice. Thank you. Is that a E-Rock original? Uh, Charles Dickinson. <laughs> <laughs> He's dicking you, son. All right. Hey. Merry nice. Christmas yeah, Merry. from the Iowa Talk Guys. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Chinooka. Chinooka. I don't even know what Chinooka is, but... I think Smokey Joe Robinson knows it. What Chinooka is? He Yeah, he knows. All right. What did he have to say? Well, first of all, I'm your host, E-Rock. I'm your host, TP. And I'm your host, Theo. And Smokey Robinson apparently... Is this like a thing where he got paid to do a shout out? Yeah. A cameo. Cameo. That's what it is. Is yeah. that what it is? Got paid uh, 300 bucks or whatever to to do a birthday for an something old, or another. For an old neighbor. Yeah, in Detroit. A happy holiday. Well, All that's right. what you guys can get me for Christmas. Yeah, from, Smokey Robinson. From who? Tony Iommi? Smokey Joe. No, I want Smokey Joe to wish me a happy. Chinooka? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be sweet. Surprise, surprise. This is Smokey Robinson. I know you didn't expect to hear from me. But I was contacted by your sons, Jeff and Jarrah. And they wanted me, they told me that you used to live in Detroit across the street from me. And gosh, that's that's beautiful. Um, how are you doing again? <laughs> nice talking to you again, I guess. But anyway, you're living in Vancouver now. And they wanted me to wish you happy Chinooka. I have no idea what Chinooka is. But happy Chinooka, because they said so. Anyway, God bless you, babe, and enjoy Chinooka. Have a wonderful time. Chinooka. Chinooka. I don't know what Chinooka is either, Smokey. I have never heard of Chinooka, Smokey. But you are a legend, so we're going with it. Is that some of that Detroit, Michigan weed? (laughs) Is that why they call him Smokey? (laughs) Sounds a little anti-Semitic. Smokey? Chinooka, you can't. Why is it Hanukkah and Chinooka? I don't know. I didn't write the language, bud. Can you ask Jew Jeeves? Ask Jeeves what the difference is? Israeli Jeeves? His compromise. His cousin in Tel Aviv? Yeah. Or, or is he in Joppa? 
The Jewish Festival of Lights, is an eight-day celebration that commemorates the rededication of the Second Temple of Jerusalem. It is one of the most popular holidays in Judaism, and is marked by the lighting of the menorah. For many English speakers, the festival is also known for confusion over the spelling of its name, is it Hanukkah, or Hanukkah? The answer is that both are considered correct, though Hanukkah is the most widely used spelling, while Hanukkah is more traditional. In addition, more than 20 other variations are recorded. Anyway, there, uh, well, we, we could say happy holidays, you know, I prefer Merry Christmas, that's the, you know, I celebrate, but if you were sure. celebrating Hanukkah, I'd say happy Hanukkah to you as well, if I knew, you know what I mean? Happy Hanukkah! But that would probably be offensive, saying it to somebody that way. Why? You making fun of me? No. Well, I read a thing on, uh, the internet there. Oh, yeah? About when you say happy holidays. And I'd like to read it to y'all, so y'all. you know... The difference to y'all yeah let's hear it thought we were the iowa talk guys listen before it all begins when someone says happy holidays instead of merry christmas remember they're not doing it because of political correctness they do it out of respect from the 20th of november to january 24th there are at least 14 different religious holidays so when someone says happy holidays to you thank them because you don't know what you believe in. They don't know what you believe in. Who's that from? It's called respect. It's not a war on Christmas. This is from the other 98%. Who's that? Is that Sam Banking Freed and his friends? Yeah, they're. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where did you come up with that? I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that's them. No. I don't think that. Well. Yeah, I, well, I, you know, like I said, I was getting back to I was, I said Merry Christmas. I was raised going to Christmas, having Christmas, right? You know what I'm saying? But uh, when we, when I started getting older and started learning some more stuff, started finding out Christmas really isn't very Christian at all, like we were known and told it is. Right? Not really, no. I don't, he wasn't actually, Christ wasn't actually born like December 25th. Yeah. Right. sometime in the spring oh was he i th- i also thought i heard like september or something like that i've heard that too also either sometime in the springtime or sometime in the fall the bible says in luke 2 8 to 9 now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields keeping watch over their flock by night and behold an angel of the lord stood before them and the glory of the lord shone around them and they were greatly afraid According to Bible commentator Adam Clark, it was traditional for the Jews to send their sheep to pasture, from the spring until early October. As the cold winter months began, the flocks would return from the fields for protection and warmth. Since the shepherds were still tending their flocks in the fields around Bethlehem, it can be deduced that the angels announced the news of Jesus' birth no later than October. Timer. Herds were moving, I guess. Sheep herds and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing the movie Zeitgeist. Yeah, except oh, yeah. for Zeitgeist is truth mixed with bullshit in that one, though, because there you cannot deny Jesus did exist. There was a man from Nazareth named Jesus, and he created quite a stir in the Roman Empire. So much so that actually, this is why Christmas came about to be a Christian holiday, where we can get into these origins here. So. 
According to, according to Newsweek. Yeah, according to Newsweek. But I've also I've yeah, this is a Newsweek article we're starting off at. But we've I've I've done research on this before too. And six four three conspiracy. Those guys, Hank and Kyle, they just did a, a great show on Christmas. Very nice. Yule, Yule. Yeah. So go go check them out. But all right, the origins of Christmas. Pagan rites, drunken revels, and more. This is a December 24th, 2018 article by Newsweek. Before the whole world changed. Before the whole world. Yeah, this is by Eve Watling. The old world. Now we're in the new normal. Yeah. Let's get back to normal, whatever that is. You want to start us off here there, Theo? Darling. Yes, thank you. We all know the story of Christmas, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. No room at the inn, a virgin birth. But in ancient Rome, there was a December celebration that may feel oddly familiar. Hundreds of years before the birth of Christ, Romans exchanged gifts, sang songs, and decorated their homes with evergreens. Instead of Jesus Christ, though, Saturnalia celebrated the Roman god Saturn. In fact, December 25th was the winter solstice on the Roman calendar. Weird. The shortest day of the year. We can still see the pagan origins of Christmas in many holiday traditions. Including mistletoe, which symbolized fertility to pre-Christians and new life, even in the depths of winter. That's right. Another winter solstice festival, Yule, was observed by Germanic peoples and connected to Odin, king of the Norse gods. It, too, was later wrapped up into Christmas. The Yule log... (laughs) decorated tree and was sailing i don't know what that word is can all be traced back to this teutonic celebration all right what's a u-log <laughs> so all right i'll tell you the reason i laughed you guys ready do you guys remember the movie mystery alaska with russell crowe where it's been a while but yeah <laughs> there's like the hockey team up in mystery alaska and he's like the sheriff or whatever and the New York Rangers come play him on their ice. Yeah. For, and then it's like a big spectacle. And Mike Myers is in the movie. And they put it on TV and everything. Mm-hmm. Anyway, one of the guys in the locker room is talking about one of the, his uh, stopping spots. Yeah. Out in town. If you know what I'm saying. And he's like, yeah, tell her I got a nice big warm Yuletide log for her. Oh. <laughs> it's the movie, not me. It's their joke. I'm going to pinch loaf off on her. No. Hot Carl. Come on. You guys are sick. Steamer. You guys a are Cleveland sick. Cleveland steamer. I was already worried that the joke was tasteless enough. And then you guys took it to a whole new level. I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed in you guys. Sorry, man. I, that's where I thought it meant. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Okay. So the very first Christmas. The birth of Jesus didn't connect to pagan rituals in Jesus' lifetime, or even soon after he died. Early Christians didn't seem much interested in his birth, actually finding other parts of his life more significant. Like what? Turn water into wine? His ascension. Yeah, his miracles. His his crucifixion crucifixion and resurrection. So it says, only two of the 27 books of the New Testament mention the nativity. Mm-hmm. The Gospels of Luke and Matthew, they were written more than 80 years after Jesus' birth 
And don't mention the actual day of his birth. Right. right. And another thing I found out, and always, and when I read it too, I always thought it was weird. Because the manger scene, right? Everybody knows the manger scene. Mary and There's Joseph. There's no room at the end. Right. In the, the manger. The article mentioned They give birth to Jesus. Correct. The three wise men, everybody said, you know, they show up while the, they're in the from manger. The east. Yeah, while they're in the manger. But that's not what the Bible says at all. That's not true. It, the three wise men, it took them like almost two years to get to uh, Jerusalem. And they came from the east, right? And they did come from the east. Now. So like India or something, probably. King Herod. Saw them, you know, his scouts or whatever, like, there's wise men from the east coming. So he's like, you know, bring them. Let's have court, right? To respect things, people of knowledge back then. So they go, and they're like, what are you guys doing here? And they're like, oh, we're looking for the king of the Jews that was born. We follow the star here. And he's like, oh, a, a, a king. Oh, a king was born, huh? Oh, yeah? Well, yeah. Born, huh? Tell me more. Born, yeah. Please, I want to you guys hear. need a place to stay? Yeah, I can hook you up here. And they're like, no. We're going to go look for him, this and that. And he's like, okay, well, uh, when you find him, just let me know. Let me know. I want to come worship I, him. I, yeah, I'd love to bow down to this new king. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's, like, what, that's what people in power usually do. They like to bow down to the new power. Yeah, yeah. So, said no one ever. Yeah, so the wise men left, and it said, then they went into the house, and they gave gifts to Jesus and met with Mary and Joseph and all this and that. So this is well after the manger. Obviously they didn't stay there and live in that fucking manger in the <laughs> next, to, next to the, <laughs> next the to meals. The yeah. With all the feces everywhere. Wrapped Make sure in. you uh, put the new hay down. But here, then this is where it you gets know brutal. What I'm so then, then Joseph got a dream. He had, a, he was given a dream that said, Hey, Herod's going to commit some really atrocities. Right. You guys are going to kill all of, out the, of here to Egypt. all of the kids, like one and under or two, and, two under. and under yeah. because the timeline, because that's when Herod was like, how long did it take you guys to get here? Where'd you come from? They're like, yeah, we've been traveling for about two years. Oh yeah. So the, this yeah. was a toddler. So then, yeah, that's when they didn't come back. And Herod's like those sons of bitches. He's like, all right, fine. Yeah, they skated because they figured out. Well, I'm yeah, sure it was yeah, there's an angel divine gave, providence. Yeah, there's yeah. angels giving the wise men uh, dream as well and telling them a message like, hey. What book is that in? Uh, there's two of them. Luke. And Matthew, Matthew I, just I said, think, yeah. Right, yeah. So, yeah, and then that's what happens. Then then Herod sent out the soldiers, and they went and <laughs> killed Could you them. imagine, dude? No. And that's Just for he- no reason whatsoever, your door gets kicked in. These fuckers come in. And they're just like, you got a two-year-old boy. Bye-bye. And then they just <laughs> bash his head against Slash. the fucking wall until he's dead in front of you and everybody. Play, play games. I can't imagine Joseph being cool with like Mary getting pregnant and be like, what the fuck? Well, they weren't together. Well. So who, who he was given it. He was given a vision yeah, by God. But, so God knocked her up? The Holy, the Holy Spirit. Spirit did, yeah. How did that happen? Uh, well, the Holy Spirit the immaculate. is sort of... Um, well, not bound by time or space. Right. It's kind of operates in the spirit because realm. Because it was the creator of time and space. Its face was upon the waters of the deep, bud. There's <laughs> mysteries to this, dude. I can't answer. I don't have the answers to, but I know that it's it's some of it's beyond man's comprehension. And so it's, it, it's really nice that you can admit that, TP, because science doesn't explain anything about the origins of life. And people don't actually understand that. That it explains yeah. literally nothing. And this was before Maury Povic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This <laughs> most certainly was, buddy. Well, yeah. There was a time in this in this world where science went out to prove the existence of God's creation. That's and, right. And whatnot. And then, shocker, like the J.P. Morgans and Rockefellers and 
pegging dynasties. Got a hold of it, just like they did with the medical industry. The principalities of the powers of the air. <sighs> yeah. Anyways. Well, then we had the life of Brian. Wait, your biggest stickers? Here's of this. Yeah, that happened. I don't know what that is. Uh, Monty Python. Yeah, we know you don't watch Monty Python. Theo doesn't listen or watch Monty Python. Or South Park. Uh, oh, I mean, it's, it's just, I do like South Park. I just don't establish a schedule of watching it. Oh, yeah. You know I, what I'm I, don't, I don't watch it on a regular basis either. But, but the little clips that E-Rock sends and whatnot are pretty funny. good. Yeah. They, yeah, they're wild, man. Anyways, to continue with this article, the first Christmas feast held on December 25th was in Rome in 336 A.D., after Christianity had become the empire's official religion. That would have been Constantine, right? Yeah. The namesake of Constantinople, modern-day Istanbul, the inlet from the Mediterranean to the Black Sea, and the land bridge between Asia and Europe. Right. You should go on Jeopardy. No. And like I said, so I'm not that smart. Once again, that's why there is a historical record really that Jesus and Nazareth existed. This Christianity movie movement took off. And the, the way 300 something years later, the whole empire of Rome converted, which is that a good thing or a bad thing? I think it was uh, they were self-preserving. The yeah. Roman Empire was absolutely you bet. That's a whole other episode, dude. The Roman Catholic Church. <laughs> that's right. Anyways, so perhaps the date was chosen as a way of overriding the winter solstice with a Christian celebration, because at the time to try to make everyone happy the emperor was just like all right yeah we're christian now but we we don't want to piss off all these pagans and we're gonna just we're just gonna mix this okay because it's after they were feeding christians and lions and shit in the coliseum and whatnot right right having him beheaded and use it having him use his torches and gardens and shit if i may go ahead uh read the parentheses here solstice songs because i was reading them while you were talking okay Solstice songs were transformed into early versions of the Christmas carols we sing today. St. Augustine insisted Jesus intentionally chose the solstice to be born. Quote, He therefore, who bent low and lifted us up, chose the shortest day, yet the one whence light begins to increase. End quote. Mm. So, that's... By decree of a saint? A saint that was sainted by another man? Yeah. Yeah. Well after the disciples were gone? That's right. So, yeah. And then it says down here, he's supported by biblical or by Bible scholar who maintained Jesus was conceived on March 25th, the spring equinox, which would fit a December 25th birth. But that's not the case. What? Jesus wasn't born on December 25th. Oh, right. Yeah. And in, and prior to recording, TP, you were you had mentioned that he was perhaps born in the spring. Spring. Was or, that prior to recording? Uh, spring or... Uh, and then I've also heard... Yeah, you September, mentioned September right. 11th. Uh, well, I actually, I didn't give a date. But you didn't give a date, but some people believe, yeah, maybe September 11th was Jesus' birthday. Okay. All these bad things happen on there, almost as like a thumbing of the nose... Happy birthday, Jesus. And then they do some satanic blood sacrifice. People die. <laughs> anyway, shouldn't so laugh guys, at that. You guys like Christmas music? I used to hate it until I had kids and they like Christmas. All right. This is an excellent 
time for me to get a therapy session in. Christmas music would be fine after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But you know that that major local FM station that plays Christmas music mm-hmm. right after Halloween? Oh, yeah. The first day of November. And and they're like one of those mix stations that plays like the Mariah Carey bullshit. Just, yeah. Well, yeah, but they'll also throw in a good '80s song every now and then that everybody can get into. Like everybody wants to rule the world or something. When like they're that. not playing Christmas music, but they have a great selection for of two music. months out yeah. of the year. They are playing Christmas music, and that's excessive. Thank you guys for listening to me. No, I feel good. I feel better already. I have a dozen Christmas albums on vinyl. Yeah, you I have like, a, yeah, like a love wall them. of albums. Oh yeah, vinyl. I gotta I gotta hang those. We should we should be listening to some. In fact, I can hear it right now. Anyways, so to continue on with the article, play something classy like uh, classical composer or something. What would you recommend for a nice background? Rob Rob Halford has a really good Christmas album. Yeah? Well, send me something. Was that the Judas Priest guy? Yeah. The gay porn producer? Uh, No, that. No, I don't think he's ever done that. It's gross. Why would you produce any porn? Maybe that's the erasure guy. You're thinking of the guy on the Senate floor? (laughs) What's the producer of a. We're going to get to that later, buddy. (laughs) The. We will. The. Yeah. This is Christmas still. Let's continue here. A little too festive. Christmas hasn't always been a popular holiday. In the Middle Ages, it was overshadowed by the Epiphany, which commemorates the visit of the three wise men. It gained prominence after 800 AD when Charlemagne was crowned emperor of the Holy Roman Empire on Christmas Day. Holy Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. Not the Roman Empire anymore. We're the holy fucking Roman Empire. No longer of <laughs> this earth. We are much better than you, mere peasants. In the 17th century England, the Puritan government banned Christmas outright for 18 years, claiming it was a wasteful, sinful festival, which went against true Christian values. They're not, they weren't wrong. Uh, Christmas mass was a punishable offense, as were... Hanging holly, dancing, and feasting. Yeah, but it's pretty obvious as well that um, many conservative sects of Protestant Christianity at the time, at that time period, particularly in the UK, Mm -hmm. were downright nasty and bad. Like the Plymouth Brethren. and The punishments would be like floggings. Yeah, and and like um, a lot of people say that the origins of like the Christian Zionist movement came out of the yeah. that time period. Interesting. What's this flogging? You know, with leather and whatnot. In out the old in out in out. <laughs> no, I just only heard in of that. Out, in what, out. What's that Irish punk band flogging Molly? <laughs> what's so what's oh, yeah. that mean? Oh, well, let's get the definition. Jeeves. Bring it up. Bring it up. You bring it up. Flogging a punishment in which the victim is hit repeatedly with a whip or a stick yeah and then they do well then they they also there was that also that medieval torture where they would stick that hot object inside of you the hot poker well then it was then they can 
crank it open. And it went from like the size of a pear to like a basketball. There were some sick, twisting <clears throat> sexual perverts back in the day, man. Yes. Well, medieval Europe would have been no nice place to live. I don't think I would have liked it. I think we got it bad now. Right. So, in fairness to the Puritans, Christmas looked a little, actually, a lot different than it does now. Back then, drunks, often dressed as the opposite gender, would roam the streets knocking on doors, demanding to be fed, and threatening to vandalize the house of anyone who refused. I mean, really, how often did that happen? Christmas was generally celebrated for the full 12 days up to the Epiphany, with some people going on a spectacular two-week bender. Cool. Open the door, mate. Feed me some food. I'm a lonely old woman. (laughs) (laughs) I need some crumpets and tea. Give me some of that Yorkshire pudding now. Do you have any blood sausage and potatoes? I'm going to squat and pee in your yard. (laughs) If you don't give me what I want, I'll bust up your dang old fence, you old bitch. Give me some of that beef wellington at once. I'm not going to be afraid to pinch a loaf off right as soon as you step out your yard. (laughs) The band proved hugely unpopular and... Many continued their celebration behind closed doors. Maybe that was that the origins where uh, Abacanesia Scrooge came out of, right? That time period. Mm, but that di- was more like a Victorian time period. Oh, right? you're right. You're right. I'm a few hundred years back. But disapproval spread to the colonies, and Christmas was prohibited in New England until 1681. Anyone caught celebrating was fined five shillings. Ooh. It's probably a lot of money Steep. back then. Five shillings. I'm sure they were like five legit pieces of silver. I'm sure it was like 50, 75 bucks, something like that. Yeah. I mean. Enough to revolt. And that's like a time period where you don't just have money laying around. It's more like goods. Like Right. You're trading us, services and give goods. Give us this day our daily bread type sh- stuff. Amen. Yeah. All right. A modern Christmas emerges. Although it outlasted the Puritans, Christmas remained frowned upon for decades in some parts of America and didn't become a legally recognized federal holiday until 1870, post-Civil War. By that time, the Victorians had revolutionized the Yuletide season, steering it away from body reveling towards gift-giving with many of the recognizable symbols and rituals we know today. Clement Clark Moore's 1823 poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas, helped transform Santa Claus from a minor 4th century saint into the chimney-diving, right jolly old elf we all know today. But like the holiday itself, St. Nick precedes the advent of Christianity. His legend is mingled with that of Odin who was at the center of the Yule celebration. Odin, the king of the gods, also known as the god of wishes, was often depicted with a long white beard and rode an eight-legged horse that could fly. Not much of a stretch to ape magic flying reindeer, is it? Super stretch. I don't believe it. Santa's real. He lives in the North Pole. Yeah, but anyway, the article just kind of goes on to... Talk about how Christians complain about 
how it's secularized and pagan and and whatnot but um you know back in the day accepting certain pagan days was a way to reach out was part of the mission if you will was it so well i thought that was interesting that is interesting yeah i, that, I, was, that, I looked up a lot more on it that's too, an article an interesting article and thanks hallmark yeah you like the yeah. store and and walmart for what i'm talking about christmas cards and shit i'm talking about all the crap you buy at walmart for christmas christmas tree <laughs> decorations ornaments ornaments that's right thank you yeah well so yeah it's really not a christian holiday but if you want to celebrate it who are we to judge so i have heard that and i haven't looked into this at all but that um easter yeah which does yes coincide with the crucifixion death resurrection and ascension of christ but it also was sort of paganized with the easter bunny and whatnot from yeah. pa- pagan roots in like a fertility festival where they'd have all these wild orgies and whatnot. Yeah, that's a whole other but episode. The, Ishtar. Yeah, yeah we should do. An, we should do that. One. <clears throat> they'd get pregnant and whatnot, and then offer sacrifices around nine months later, the winter solstice, December twenty fifth ish, and um, it's nasty. Yeah, but real quick, just to quote the Bible here. In the old New King James Version, this is Jeremiah 10, 1 through 10. Uh, I'm not going to read all through 1 through 10, but Jeremiah 10. Hear the word which the Lord speaks to you, O house of Israel. Thus says the Lord, do not learn the way of the Gentiles. Do not be dismayed at the signs of heavens, for the Gentiles are dismayed at them. For the customs of the people are futile. For one cuts a tree from the forest. The work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. They decorate it with silver and gold. They fasten it with nails and hammers so that it will not topple. They are upright like palm tree and they cannot speak. They must be carried because they cannot go by themselves. Do not be afraid of them for they cannot do evil nor can they do any good. The prophet Jeremiah, everybody. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I've always heard been told that that's like a... A verse that says we shouldn't have Christmas trees and shit and decked with silver and gold. Yeah. Yeah. It does seem sort of like uh, some sort of a dress up of a statue or something. Or some sort of just object. Or, right? yeah, wooden. Adornment of an object. Well, I don't know. what what do, Is there any type of pagan tree gods? Old know. roots? I'd I don't have know. to look into that one. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. That's a good one. Speaking of paganism, hedonism, and downright filthiness, sodomy, rubbish, rubbish and sodomy. Yeah. Since we're coming to the end of the year, this is our last show for the year. This is Christmas Day, the last show. We also wanted to just do a quick little recap of the uh, the top nine degenerate Democrat scandals under Joe Biden. From Breitbart. From Breitbart. And there's been a lot more other messed up stuff. This is Christina Wong. But this is a really good article. 18th December 2023. Yes. After Joe Biden was elected to the White House, Democratic pundits hailed the return of 
quote, adults in charge, unquote, in Washington. Remember, they're like, no more mean tweets. No more silly, stupid Trump heads who act like children. You had turd faces like Don Lemon getting on CNN saying, okay, adults are back in the Oval Office. Yeah. Sounding really serious. And the most disturbing part of that is that people buy it. And then Dr. Jill Biden is saying decency is on the ballot. Oh, wow. Cool. What kind of decency here? Notice how they reduce it down to just like one word, just like one zinger. Decency. Decency. Or three words. Very, really simple. Like, what was Obama's shit? Hope Hope and change. Yeah. Well, yeah. One word. Hope, (laughs) change. We can believe him. MAGA. Uh, What was the other thing? That was Obama. What was the other thing he he would always say? We're going to take our country back. Oh, yeah? Barack? From who? The national security state? Nope. You didn't do that. From who? The At ban- all. From who? The bankers? Nope. Gave them trillions. From who? The military industrial complex? Or by the insurance companies? Nope. Fannie Mae? Nope. Oh, that's weird. Nope. Weird. Nope. Super weird. Hey, but we got the Affordable Care Act. Most transparent <laughs> White House in history that just so happened to be the most opaque. Yeah. Overtly and- opaque. And prosecuted the most whistleblowers yes. in presidential history julian assange <laughs> yeah edward Folks. snowden uh bradley manning or chelsea manning whatever so anyways back to this article we're gonna just go ahead and get right into it number one democrat staffer having sex in the senate so i'm sure everybody's heard by now about this we're, we're obviously late. It's just the way we got to do things, folks. Yeah. Um, I did I d- did mention that just because I heard one review from a listener that, you know, we're a couple weeks late, but we sound good, they th- they said to us. But um, it's the nature of the beast. I did just want to get that out of the way. Did you watch the video? Of no. the s- <coughs> sexual immorality going on on the floor of the Senate? I didn't have time. I, I, want. I saw pictures that were blurred, and that was good enough for me. Anyways, a graphic video emerged on December 15th of a Democrat staffer from Democrat Senator Ben Cardine of Maryland having anal sex with someone in the United States Senate hearing room in the U.S. Capitol, which is government property and American taxpayer funded. Well, according to NBC News, it says the senator staffer alleged by conservative outlets to have had sex. Oh. It's it, this is fueled by the conservative outlet news outlets. It's fake news. Which that that TP's reading right now. Uh, well, uh, apparently the video that he posted online showed this this that the staffer was naked and on all fours on a table where senators conduct their business. He has since been fired. Woo! Oh, this one was another one of my favorites. Number two, porn webcam Democrat Virginia. Senate candidate Susan Gibson. Oh, yeah. It's a mouthful. Yeah, I remember this. My goodness. Happened in September. The Washington Post revealed that Suzanne, Susanna Gibson, a Democrat candidate for Virginia Senate seat and a nurse practitioner, had performed sex acts with her husband for a live online audience on a website called Chatterbait and encouraged viewers to request sex acts and pay them with tips. You want to see him blast in my face? I think there was a lot more. 50 bucks. I think there was a lot more than that going on, unfortunately. 
Yeah, probably. Like they were stuff bringing other men into the. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Was that it? Yeah. You want to see a bolstered fuck no. me in front of my husband and make don't. him feel like the cuck that he is? Please don't. <laughs> Sorry. We're trying to clean it up. All right. Some of the videos archived online were as recent as September 30th, 2022. And Gibson lost her race by fewer than a thousand votes. That's right. Number three, or as our hermanos down in Mexico would say, numero tres, baggie of cocaine found in the White House in July. A baggie of cocaine was found inside the White House West Wing by a Secret Service agent. The Secret Service later claimed there was, quote, insufficient DNA, end quote. present and that they could not identify the owner of the baggie fox news's jesse waters later claimed documents obtained through a freedom of information act request showed there were three vials of dna from the investigation Hmm. shows a picture of his tweet and i'm sure what he did well it's clearly not joe biden they would i think he needs hunter (laughs) yeah no but yeah i think you're right maybe well (laughs) jeez Hopefully they don't start mething them up like they did Hitler. Maybe that's what they're doing. <laughs> Could be. That's why he's falling down the stairs. All right. Or up uh, the stairs. Upstairs. Number four. Numero cuatro. Trans influencer Rose Montaña flashes breasts at White House picnic. Oh, that's a... So... That's a... Ross Montaña. That's a former... That's a dude. That's a guy. Individual. With male individual. A male person? individual with fake breasts. That actually showed them. Yeah. On White House lawn. It's on the very top here. Right. Yeah, flashed them. And got a picture with President Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a month before Cocaine Gate, a trans influencer at a Pride event in the White House flashed his fake breasts at a White House event that also hosted children. The trans influencer, Rose Montaña. Montoya. Montaña. Montoya. 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 Rose Montoya, sorry. (laughs) Montoya pulled down his dress and grabbed his fake breasts, according to a video that was widely circulated on social media. Lovely. The White House was forced to condemn the act and ban Montoya from visiting the White House again. Wow. Tony Montoya. Yeah, that's um, a little out of line, I think, flashing breasts. But if it's a dude's, it's not really. Uh, Those were very obviously implanted large breasts that were blurred out there. Inappropriate. You need to free the nipple. Number five. Navy enlists drag queen influencer to recruit more sailors. In May, the Navy revealed that it recruited a, quote, drag queen influencer end quote as part of a pilot program to help recruit more people okay yeah you remember that we covered that in our <laughs> yes, uh, is yes, the well, military one i do the program failed miserably yes yes and the, we have reported that the commercials have changed since to yeah kids that look like they're from oklahoma jumping out of airplanes again <laughs> good old texan boy <laughs> like yeah uh The influencer, who is an active-duty sailor named Joshua Kelly, goes by the name, quote, Harpy Daniels. Harpy Daniels. Harpy Daniels, end quote. (laughs) 
and had performed for other service members during deployments on ships. Drag shows on ships. You know, uh, my grandfather, I don't, I'm not trying to pull any, anything here other than just tell the story. Like my grandfather, I can't remember. I think he was born in 1927. He did lie about his age to the government to get into the Navy. How dare. And he was just like, you know, I heard about what was happening to those Marines on Guadalcanal and I didn't want any part of that. (laughs) So I, I enlisted to be a cook in the Navy. A nice warm place to sleep. And he, en- and he ended up on the USS Pennsylvania when it got torpedoed by a Japanese sub. Oh, damn. How freaky is that? Yeah, that would be worse. Yeah, uh, that'd be worse than <laughs> being on, on an island beach. with an M1. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it'd probably feel a little better on the, the solid ground. But he didn't get to see any drag the, shows. What would those dudes <laughs> what would those dudes think about yeah, drag shows on the on the deck there? Um, they probably wouldn't take too kindly to it, but they there'd remember pro- now. There'd probably there, be there some bunch, fighting men. There were a bunch of racist bigots back then, remember? Yeah, but there'd mm. probably be some some oh solid God. dudes from some places that had done some things in their childhood. Well, and fight. they grew up eating, like, real food, so <laughs> yeah, they had like, actual shitload of testosterone. Well, I remember. They didn't look that big, but they had way more testosterone. My mother's rutabaga was the best. She'd get that out of the garden. Anyway. Yeah. Number six. Stop. Stop looking at me and judging me, Rock. Rutabaga. <laughs> Democrat mayor arrested on child porn related charges. Oh, that's too bad. In Gross. March, the former Democrat mayor of College Park, Maryland, was arrested on dozens of charges of possessing and distributing child porn. The former mayor, reportedly a mentee of Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, has been photographed with Representative Nancy Pelosi and other high-profile Democrats. He resigned prior to his arrest and was sentenced to 30 years in jail last month. Good. College Park, Maryland. I believe that's where uh, University of Maryland is. So Nice hmm. college town, right? Uppity, upscale college town. Yeah. Mayors. Yeah. Molesting children. And Oh, and he has contacts at the head of administrations and... Speakers of the House. Hmm. It's interesting. And all that crazy stuff about uh, David DePepe perhaps being in on the smuggling operation. Or he was photographing stuff. Weird. We don't know. Hmm. It's all it's just, it's just weird. It's weird. It is. So coming in at number seven, non-binary Biden senior <laughs> official. Your favorite, E-Rock. It's your favorite. Is it BDSM. Oh, Brenton. Sam Brenton. He's a BDSM practitioner. Yeah, the sexy dresses, the yeah, stolen dresses. We reported luggage. on that. Beautiful jewelry. You don't let him read it? Ruby red lipstick and a mustache and a bald head. It's gorgeous. In December of 2022, top Biden Department of Energy official and dog play fetish Sam Britton was caught stealing luggage at a Las Vegas airport. In April, the now former Biden official agreed in a plea deal to pay the victim nearly $3,670 and received a suspended jail sentence of 100 days, 180 days and probation. Yeah, I remember we reported on that. I don't know that E-Rock was at that recording, but it was you and I. Yeah. And you remember it was that gal that did, um, she was from Texas, and she did like the beautiful... Um, she did like designer dresses African, or something like style, yeah. like yeah. African style that like in. But he got he got caught again after times. that. Yeah, there's yeah, multiple, there multiple yeah, times. Yeah. Again. 
What a freaking sicko. Full right, of words. Shame on me. What a freaking weirdo. Number eight. Oh, yeah. This one is freaking wild, dude. I looked at this one a couple weeks ago. Looked at pictures and stuff. Grabbing each other's asses. Uh, well, why don't you read this and tell us what it is? What? You haven't heard about this? No, I have. Number You're- eight. Army colonel exposed in pup play. In December 2022, it was exposed that an army colonel had taken photos of himself in uniform in a dog mask, including in what appeared to be an official army photo. Yeah, like a bondage dog mask. Looks like only you can prevent forest fires. (laughs) (laughs) An account called at Nova underscore campaigns exposed the colonel who had since retired. The retired colonel had numerous photos of himself in a dog mask and uniform posing with junior service members but also an officer, a captain, in fact, if I remember correctly. That he was posing with. That he was posing with. They were grabbing each other's asses and whatnot. Yeah. The Army said it was investigating the photos, but the outcome of that investigation is not known. Yeah, there's the photo right there, and then the photo of him. Yeah, dog mask. Uh, Um, And then... McGruff, yeah, that's what what (laughs) I meant to say. Crime dog. So, yeah, and then that's a really bad look, especially when it's... It's bad enough that this would come out for two service members. Right. And then take it up another PR notch. You got two officers involved in this. You think that lowest. You think that Colonel and um, and Sam Britton were hanging out? (laughs) It looks like it. I bet they were. And then crank it up another notch beyond that. The lowest ranking of which is a captain and the one is a freaking Colonel. Yeah. That's a bad, bad look. Colonel's like taken pretty serious I thought these adults were in charge here yeah i mean that's pretty serious business right. right well speaking of the biggest adult in charge yeah democrat number nine democrat governor andrew como faced allegations of sexual misconduct i also like here let me remind you it wasn't bad enough that he killed your grandparents in the nursing homes what really got him kicked out of office was a sexual misconduct yeah i was gonna say the same exact thing i was thinking the same exact thing let's let's read through this and then we'll go over our thoughts on it right in 2021 new york governor andrew como faced allegations of sexual harassment including that he groped former female staffers como resigned over the allegations Investigators said he, quote, subjected women to unwanted kisses, groped their breasts or buttocks, or otherwise touched them inappropriately, made insinuating remarks about their looks and their sex lives, and created a work environment rife with fear and intimidation, unquote. Yeah, and if we remember back, it's really interesting the excuse that he used about Cuomo yeah Cuomo about the uh alleged groping and whatnot occurrences she, she he, shouldn't address like that no it's just that I'm Italian I'm Italian oh yeah <laughs> you know that's how we do things we're just uh perverts at heart like the SNL skit right do you remember that one no dude takes his girlfriend out or takes his chick out on a date to an Italian restaurant and all these Italian servers come out and like everything they do when they bring her a drink, when they grate cheese or pepper or whatever over her dish, they like, you know, kiss all the way up her arms to her shoulders and her <laughs> neck and shit. This is ridiculous. They're groping all over you. Oh, honey, 
It's just their custom. And that's yeah. So that's Como. Yeah, that was his that excuse. Was- that lame ass excuse. Isn't that bullshit? But here's the thing. And yes, I I do believe that we have said this on the show before, and TP just alluded to it. And here is the point that I don't think that people should forget is that he ordered sexual abuse or misconduct allegations are still better than the fact that your orders killed tens of thousands of elderly people in nursing homes and hospitals across the state of New York. Yeah. With your policies. Yes. And nothing has happened with that. Never charged with a damn thing. Nothing. But and, he, and he basically, he gets out of office scot-free. And from what I've heard from some people is that, you know, he's already thinking about his next political move. Oh, yeah. Him and his brother are probably scheming about something. Well, his brother is on some internet. News Nation. Oh, yeah, BS show. And they were just bragging about how they did the debate for the Republicans last. That guy is slimeball, too. Yeah, he is. <clears throat> he's the guy if you remember how dare somebody film yeah. you during the height of covid yeah yeah that when he came telling- out of his basement uh i couldn't get rid of the fever but the fever finally well, he broke. was telling the american people that he was stuck in his basement but yeah. then somebody was like and then, like during the time this dude on a bike went by wasn't he at a gym too uh, on long island where yeah. cuomo was having a house built or Cuomo was outside. I'm not going to have... This is Andrew, right? Not Chris. Or wait. It was Chris Cuomo. Chris. That Andrew's guy. the governor. Yeah. So, yeah, Chris. I'm not going to have some fat, tired biker <laughs> yeah. tell me what I can and cannot do. Yeah. Okay? I don't want some jackass, loser, fat, tired biker um, to be able to pull over uh, and get in my face and in my space and talk I don't want to hear it. And it's like, you're a piece of shit. Because I do. But then curls with the fired? dumbbell in the office. What Chris get fired for? Was it? Was that because. Sexual allegations? Was, no, no, no. Was that because he was giving. He was. It was actually. It gets better. The plot gets better. He was. Was it because he was found to be in correspondence with his oh, older brother? Yes, he was. While he was governor on how to maintain his public image. I don't know if that's the reason that he got fired, but that's something that came out. Do you guys remember that? Let's look it up quick. Now that we're down this rabbit hole. December 4th, 2021. CNN fires Chris Como. CNN Saturday. Gosh, it's been that long already. Wow. Yeah, CNN said Saturday that anchor Chris Como has been terminated by the network effective immediately, quote unquote. The announcement came after an outside law firm was retained to review information about exactly how Como aided his brother, there we go. former New York governor, nice. Andrew Como, when the then governor was accused of sexual harassment. Yeah. CNN suspended Como indefinitely on Tuesday. The law firm retained by the network submitted its findings on Friday. According to a source with knowledge of the matter, the CNN worldwide president, Jeff Zucker, yeah. fired Como on Saturday. Hmm. Here's an interesting quote. Chris Cuomo revealed on a new episode of the Open Book with Anthony Scaramucci podcast that he was... That was was the dude that was uh, Trump's White House press secretary for all of 48 hours, right? (laughs) Well, he said that he, quote, was going to kill everybody, including himself, after being fired from CNN in 2021. Chris Cuomo said that (laughs) on a podcast. I have learned to accept it. I had to accept. Because I was going to kill everybody. 
uh, including myself. Things can consume you. Italians are so passionate. Wow. That's pretty damning. Wow. M- most people get thrown in prison for that nowadays. Or psych ward. Uh, what do you think this is? September 10th, 2001? He said, quote, Can't say that shit on the internet anymore. I had to accept my firing because I was going to kill everybody, including myself. Things can Whoa. consume you. Italians are so passionate. Yeah, Italians, every time they get fired, they want to shoot up their former employer. Well, he, hey, the, These guys are more racist hey. against freaking Italians than Fredo. Andrew, that's racist. I like oh. it how he says that. I like how Andrew said, well, I'm just Italian. That's what they do. They're passionate. That's what he meant, right? Just Chris, I mean, we're so passionate. I wonder if that was part of the coaching that you yeah. got, that Chris got from oh, Andrew, I bet. Or that yeah. Andrew got from Chris. You're playing the Italian card. Yeah. You, so so just say that we're from an Italian family. Yeah, yeah, when you, you hear like your every, family. Every time. Tell them about how you grab mom's ass every time we see her at Thanksgiving. Every time you meet a young staffer, tell her about how lonely you are. And then ask her for a nude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> chicks, the first thing that chicks, they, the first thing that you do when you're young and you go to the, to the bar and you know what you're trying to do, right? Pick up a gal. Tell her about how lonely you are. Yeah. <laughs> She's yours all night, buddy. Is that it? <laughs> no, I don't okay. think so. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I've been out of the dating game for a long time, but that sounds like a pretty lame fucking pickup. No, I don't think that uh, respectable women are looking for a sob story right off the bat. No. About how bad your situation is. Is that how you think Jeffrey Epstein did it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely. So lonely. So lonely and sad, real lonely. Way out of left field. Oh, so lonely. Like Bill Ro- Gates. Lonely. Yeah. That's why Melinda left Bill Gates. Yeah. The uh, the two Epstein dinners, according to Bill, but like the 27 meet- meetings on the flight log or whatever. Apparently, Melinda had nightmares about Bill's meetings with him. Like, why did he film it? Seriously? That's what she claimed. Yeah. It's not one thing. It was many things. But I did not like uh, that he'd had meetings with Jeffrey Epstein. He was evil personified. I had nightmares about it afterwards. She uh, got a hell of a severance there. Yeah, but she's probably, I don't know, who knows. Anyways, this is Christmas time. We shouldn't be talking about this stuff. That's right. Uh, I guess the point that we were trying to make there, the evolution that we were trying to make there was the decadence of our society yeah and uh the downward spiral yeah yeah the degeneracy of our society we're circling the fucking turd bowl yeah absolutely (laughs) you bet yeah look at it so have a happy new year yeah that's right a merry christmas a happy holiday happy chinooka happy holidays chinooka kwanzaa hanukkah there's 14 of them here i don't know all 14 sorry so that's why we say happy yeah, holidays. I don't know. Because it's for all 14 or 16. That's or right. So follow us on Instagram at Iowa Talk Guys underscore podcast. Follow us on X at Iowa Talk Guys. Twitter. And check us out on YouTube, Iowa Talk Guys. Mm-hmm. Go check us out on iowatalkguys.com. That's right. You can if get you, all of our content on iowatalkguys.com. You ever want to reach out to us, get a hold of us? on that means that's the best way otherwise look in the description of every episode we have our email you can get a hold of us on x and instagram that's right and youtube 
So, always remember. Don't eat the yellow cake. Don't eat the yellow snow. Don't drink the Kool-Aid. Don't forget to wipe down your workspace (laughs) when you get into work every morning because you never know who is (laughs) fucking on your desk. (laughs) Iowa Talk Guys out. Hi. Good night, everybody. Thank you very much. Very nice. Appreciate it.